In this presentation, we will take a look at the question of what is a qualified tuition program, a QTP. This information can be found in publication 970. What is a qualified tuition program? A qualified tuition program is a program set up to allow you to either prepay or contribute to an account established for paying a student's qualified education expenses. So, of course, we're imagining here we have a student, possibly a child, going to school in the future and we want to put money that will be set aside for the qualified education expenses. You might say, well, why don't I just put that into some type of savings account or some type of investment account that will then grow for that particular student? Well, of course, we're looking for some tax benefits within that as well. Back to the text. At an eligible educational institution, another key term here, eligible educational institution, QTPs can be established and maintained by states or agencies or instrumentalities of a state and eligible educational institutions. The program must meet certain requirements, your state government or the eligible educational institution in which you are interested can tell you whether or not they participate in the QTP. Qualified education expenses, so that's one of our key terms. What does it mean to be a qualified education expense? So note what we're considering here, putting money into a QTP plan, that money then being used at some point in the future, taken out of the QTP plan, not being taxed at the point that it's taken out of the QTP plan is the goal, not a deduction as we put into the QTP plan. The benefit being that the value of the QTP plan is not uh, subject to tax if that is the case. So then when we pull the money out of the QTP plan, what does it need to be spent on? It needs to be spent on the qualified education expenses for the beneficiary. What does it mean to be a qualified education expense? Here we go. Generally, these are expenses required for the enrollment or attendance of the designated beneficiary at an eligible educational institution. For purposes of QTPs, the expenses can be either qualified higher education expenses or qualified elementary and secondary education expenses. And now we'll get into the designated beneficiary. So who is, what is a designated beneficiary? The designated beneficiary is generally the student or future student. So, of course, that's the person that we're putting the money into the QTP for their qualified education expenses sometime in the future. Back to the text. For whom the QTP is intended to provide benefits. The designated beneficiary can be, cha can be changed after participation in the QTP begins. If a state or local government or certain tax-exempt organizations purchase an interest in a QTP as part of a scholarship program, the designated beneficiary is the person who receives the interest as a scholarship. Eligible educational institution. So what does that mean? What is an eligible educational institution? We've seen that key term a few times. The QTP needing to be set up in relation to one generally so here we go into what is an eligible educational institution for purposes of the qtp for purposes of a qtp an eligible educational institution can be either an eligible post-secondary school or an eligible elementary or secondary school eligible post-secondary school defined so we'll go into the definition of an eligible post-secondary school an eligible post-secondary school is generally any accredited public nonprofit, or proprietary privately owned, profit-making, college, university, vocational school, or other post-secondary educational institution. Also, the institution must be eligible to participate in a student aid program administered by the U.S. Department of Education. Virtually all accredited post-secondary institutions meet the definition. So, key term here. 
virtually all accredited post-secondary institutions. So you want to basically go to the institution. You want to see that they are accredited. If they are, virtually all of the institutions meet this definition. But then, of course, you want to contact the institution and just verify that that is the case. The educational institution should be able to tell you if it's uh, eligible educational institution. And eligible educational institution also in includes certain educational institutions located outside the United States that are eligible to participate in a student aid program administered by the U.S. Department of Education. Eligible uh, elementary or secondary school. So we've mentioned the eligible elementary or secondary school. Here's the definition. An eligible elementary or secondary school is any public, private, or religious school that provides elementary or secondary education, kindergarten through grade 12, as determined under state law. Qualified higher education expenses. What are the qualified higher education expenses? What do we need to be paying this money for at the end of the process in order for the money being drawn out of the QTP to be tax-free? Or that's one of the goals. So what's the definition of qualified higher education expenses? These are expenses related to enrollment or attendance at an eligible post-secondary school. As shown in the following list, to be qualified, some of the expenses must be required by the school and some must be incurred by students who are enrolled at least half time defined later. So note when we think about these qualified higher education expenses, you got to be careful because when we think about the education expenses, we need to make sure that we're looking at these terminologies with regard to the correct benefit program that we're looking at here. So as you look up the terminology, what does it mean to be qualified higher education expense? Make sure that you're looking at that definition as it relates to whatever it is you're, you're thinking about, which in this case is a QTP plan. So here we go. Number one, the following expenses must be required for enrollment or attendance of a designated beneficiary at an eligible post-secondary institution. Uh, that's going to be tuition and fees. Notice, of, of course, the tuition and fees is what we would consider. So if we put money into the QTP, we would expect, of course, the tuition and fees to be something that would be qualified education expenses. And then, of course, you might be getting more creative than that, right? Then you might be thinking, well, what else could qualify as a qualified education expense that I can then uh, take this money and possibly put it somewhere where it can grow and, and, uh, and have some benefit that might be tax-free? Well, the tuition and fees, if we take the money out and everything's fine, then, of course, the tuition and fees would, you would think, as you would think, qualify for higher education expenses. B, books, supplies, and equipment. So that would, again, would be somewhat, we would think that's pretty standard. The books, you would think that would be qualified fairly straightforward. Number two, expenses for special needs services needed by a special needs beneficiary must be incurred in connection with enrollment or attendance at an eligible post-secondary school. So that's a special needs kind of uh, exception there. Three, expenses for room and board must be incurred by students who are enrolled at least half time. So here's we got one of the ones that's a little bit more hmm, room and board. You know, that's one of those ones that we might think uh, isn't just a given as far as as far as the tuition, of course. So we have the room and board here. So expenses for room and board must be incurred by students who are enrolled at least half time. So now we have this definition of half time. They would have to meet that uh, in order to to possibly have the room and board qualify. The expenses for room and board qualifies only to the extent that it isn't more than the greater of the following two amounts. So restrictions on the home and board. A, the allowance for room and board as determined by the, by the school. 
that was included in the cost of attendance for federal financial aid purposes for a particular academic period and living arrangement of the student. B, the actual amount charged if the student is residing in housing owned or operated by the school. Uh, you may need to contact the eligible educational institution for qualified room and board costs. So again, this would probably be something that the institution is where you want to start out to know what the qualified costs would be with relation to the room and board. Number four, the purchase of computer or, or uh, peripheral equipment, computer software, internet access, and related services if it's to be used primarily by the beneficiary during any of the years the beneficiary is enrolled uh, at an eligible post-secondary school. So again, this is another one where you might say it doesn't, it's not like a given. We would think that tuition would be given. Now we're talking about types of equipment. So the purchase of computer or peripheral equipment, computer software, uh, and internet access. So those are some items to consider. Back to the text. This, this doesn't include expenses for computer software for sports, games, or hobbies unless the software is predominantly educational in nature. Half-time student. So now we have this term of half-time student for the room and board. What does it mean to be a half-time student with regards to the room and board, with regards to the QTP? A student is enrolled at least half-time if he or she is enrolled for at least half the full-time academic workload for the course of study the student is pursuing as determined under the standards of the school where the student is enrolled. So again, you got to basically go to the school because the school's going to have their own uh, semester units or credit units or quarter units or whatever they call them. And, you're going to, and they're going to have to tell you what it means to be full-time and what it means to be half-time. And they should have that down because it's going to be in accordance with their, with their system. So they should be able to tell you and provide you with the information as to what it means to be full-time, what it means to be half-time with whatever units of measure that they currently, which that they use. Back to the text, qualified elementary and secondary education expenses. These are expenses for, so now we're thinking about not the post-secondary, not the college, now we're thinking about the qualified elementary and secondary education. So these are expenses for no more than 10000 of tuition incurred by a designated beneficiary in connection with enrollment or attendance at an eligible elementary or secondary school.